0: following is a conversation between us and neville Asai. he is a good friend of ours and is originally from nigeria neville has lived quite an interesting life Um, from a young age he grew up in a small village and was able to work his way up to completion of law school in nigeria and from there found his own passions in film and cinematography our conversation takes us past those times to how he came here to America and the life that he's setting out for himself for the future. We have a really interesting dialogue about everything from uh, male emotional patterns to uh, the culture and the uh, differences between growing up in Nigeria and that of being here in the States. So we really hope you enjoy it and uh, without further ado, here it is. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of A Humanistic Perspective. I am one of your hosts, Chad Castilla, and today I am joined with Ethan Castilla and our good friend, Neville. Neville, yeah. thank you for joining us today. Uh, I want to jump in right away because I know we don't have all the time in the world, and let's start way at the beginning. Right. I think you have a very beautiful and a very interesting story. Um <laughs> Do you want to maybe express or share that?
1: Where you grew up, with how how you got started, what was your childhood like? um, Who were your biggest influences? And just go from there, storyline it. I wish I had this all put together. (laughs) It it could just be little (laughs) secrets. Well,
2: um, I'm from Nigeria, and uh, it's been quite a journey, you know. Growing up, uh, I was raised by hand by my grandmother, you know, because. My parents were separated early in life, and uh, and, uh, so my my grandmother started teaching me, you know, how grandmothers raise you, you know, Mm to teach you all the good morals and (laughs) you must be a good boy kind of thing. (laughs) Were you were
0: you like a rebel child or were you a good boy? Uh,
2: I was in between, yeah. Okay, because I like to have fun, but. You know, I I also like to impress my grandmother, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so I do a lot of uh, little dodgy stuff behind her back, (laughs) 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 you know. But she raised me up in church, and uh, she actually instilled that culture of going to church and having to know God and, you know, have a relationship with God. And Mm -hmm. so that started pretty early in my life, you know, and somehow that has... Guided me over the years because that never left me. Yeah, you know? so That's awesome. in everything I do, no matter how much I play, no matter how much I get involved with life and all that, that faith that was instilled in me still comes out one way or the other. You mm-hmm. know, because it's all part of my structure.
0: Wow. You know. Yeah. That's awesome. So you were, where, where, what was school like? Did you go to a private? Did you go to a public school? Um,
2: back home in Africa, most people went to. Public school, because especially during our generation, private school was not the in thing then, Mm. you know. Uh, The school system was a bit okay then, you know, uh, because Nigerian educational pattern was structured according to the British system, you know. So Mm. um, we had that kind of upbringing whereby. Everybody must learn good English, you must learn to speak well, you must okay. you know, all that stuff. But did
0: you from a young age like what were your what was your perception of America? Was it like something that you were like, oh, I need to go there and visit? Oh
2: them? man, America was like a land of glory to everybody growing really? up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where all your hopes and dreams could be. <laughs> right. You know, like you know how you think about heaven, you know. A lot of people growing up in Africa then, if you, like I remember uh, when we were growing up, when you see people that travel to America come back home, they were, looked like, like, yeah, like gods, man. It's like they went to heaven and came back. and <laughs> <laughs> So that's how we appreciated them that much, you know, yeah. growing up like little kids, you know, especially when you see children um that were born in America but are Nigerians when they come back home always looking neat with all their you know they're putting on jeans putting on canvas very brand new canvas and, mm-hmm. and we look at them and be like wow when will I be like this <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, did you, they, did you they look well, you like people s- you
2: see in the movies, you know, like sure everything you see in the movies, you're seeing it. you have seen them putting them on, you
1: know, you'd be like, wow, oh, it's tangible, I wish, like yeah, things. I wish I can go to America someday, you know, <laughs> did you did your siblings like did you get up Did you have you had siblings? You saw your brothers and stuff like that. Right? Sure. Sure. How I many do. siblings did you grow up with? Six.
2: We're six in the family. So I have five siblings. Where yeah. are
0: you in that uh, age range? I'm the first, actually. You're the oldest? Yes. Though. Really? <laughs> How is that dynamic for you?
2: Well, actually, growing up, I didn't really grow up with my siblings. You yeah. know? Okay. And was that due yeah. the split
0: of your parents?
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, because when my. Was that hard? When young was, it was. It was. It was very difficult because, you know, when you don't grow up with your father and mother together, mm-hmm. you know. The, the influence of the father is not there. Yeah,
0: in the male role, And
2: right. for me, especially, the influence of my mother wasn't so much there mm. because who I really knew as my mother was my grandmother. Right. Mm-hmm. you know, And because my mother was very young at that age, she had to fend for herself. She had to, you know, because mm. my mother gave back to me when she was like 18 years. Oh. You know, so she had to start life all over again after me. She, you know, and she was in school, so she got remarried and mm. started a new family. Do you, do you speak with her now? Or? Oh, yeah. We, we love each other. I can't do without my mother now because oh, awesome. growing up and how I grew up and everything, I began to appreciate the... Was
0: there like a moment in time where you had to maybe come to terms or be like, you know, I have recognized that this happened, but it wasn't necessarily my fault. It wasn't her fault or there's right. you no know, bad feeling. Like, was right. there like a, a moment where you had to transition that in your head?
2: That transition actually came when I become became a full adult, like I left much school later. much later in life, like I finished university and everything. Just like the
0: hormones and everything else, all right. the other lessons you had to learn right. before it. Right,
2: right. Like yeah. growing up, I just didn't understand why they went out together. Sure. I was blaming everybody for it, you know, <laughs> but...
0: Who were Especially, the role models and figures in your life oh, other than? Because you had your grandma, right. I'm sure. Like, who were males you were looking up to? Oh, like, I, did you have I that had.
2: Time? I had this uncle who was a Supreme Court judge. Oh, cool. yeah, and he was like my father. You know, I oh. saw him. He was the father figure I knew because okay. at some point I started living with him. You know, so all the exposure I had in life was from him. You know, like he made sure. I was in school. He made sure I studied law when I was in Nigeria. He oh. made sure, you know, he took me to all the high places I knew. You know.
0: So was he networking you with high officials when you he were young? wasn't
2: doing it deliberately? Sure. But you it know. made you realize and see. Yes, but could. living with him, you know, At had that influence you when you started living with him. I started living with him when I was like ten years old. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah, so I grew up in his house. Yeah. You know, so when really? the governors would come to the house. Yeah. And so all was that. he?
0: Um. I guess like was he was on the Supreme Court? You said. Yes, he was. So the he Supreme was a high, high, Yes. High, high like fish. you know, exactly. He was a an, of esteemed honor. Right. I,
2: in fact, when I started living with him, he was like a high court judge, at that time. Then over the years, he grew to a federal court judge oh before they finally made him a Supreme Court judge. So we will go to the best hotels, wow. best, we'll go to government houses. And go, did you, you know,
0: think at the time, like, wow, I'm really blessed to be in this situation? Or were you I, just like, I'm just hanging out with my uncle?
2: Exactly. That's how it was <laughs> for me. Like. It came so naturally, you know, like, and I started even seeing myself like I'm a rich kid, you know, Mm, because I was, yeah, I wasn't treated differently. I was treated like part of the house, you know, so that made me, I I was always feeling like, oh, because with him, I learned to comport myself, speak well, do things right, go to school, hang out Mm -hmm. with the right people and all that. So
0: Became a gentleman.
2: Yeah, you know, more like it. (laughs) So indirectly that was forming my personality you know that's awesome yeah so that really made me and it's did part
0: you of stay in his house through high school
1: exactly i did throughout high school it was actually We're, yeah in high school like going up where did your passions lie did you have a job did you work or no 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 did what you at that idea? point
2: well in high school, I wanted to be the best lawyer because my uncle was one. And you went to law school, right? Yes. How many years was that in Nigeria? Five years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Then you go to law school for one year. That's six years. you know, Because when you graduate from the school, yeah. the university, you got to go to what they call Nigerian law school.
1: And was there a specific like law that you specialized in? Well, no, or not because, really. Not yeah, At the time, neither. yes, either. you, yeah. you okay. got to
2: study all the laws. Okay. You know, growing up. But when I came out as a lawyer, I just realized that this was not what I want to do. Mm. You know, that I was just doing it because How old of my were you uncle. At this point? I was like twenty-four. Okay. You
1: know, and and I, and I think people—that's not think like a bad thing. You know, yeah. like I think yeah. you could still like not know what you're doing even when you're yeah. fifty and redo your whole yeah. life. Yeah. You know. You know? You know? Like, I, I
2: realized that early, you know, like yeah. I realized that I wasn't, it, it wasn't really my passion. You know, I just figured that I was just doing this because my uncle was, you know, it so made him happy and it made him very, you, exactly. And it probably made you feel yes. very good. Yes. Do you still but, talk to, you? is your uncle still here today? No, he's dead now. Okay. You know, it's he's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but I thank God I studied law. Yeah. I was going to say, are you grateful for
0: that time? Yeah, today?
2: yeah. You know, realizing it now, I thank God I passed through that experience.
0: Like, you went to law school, which means you probably had to write a lot. Yes. Which means that probably helped you with your script writing. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, not... just knowing Neville, like, on the
1: background, like, the stories he has, and, like, the mood, which he'll get into probably, hopefully. But then you start to develop. So, like, after law school, too? like, was that some yes. of your hobbies on the side while you like, were young? Yeah, like, while we were in university,
2: you know, um i joined this fellowship group a church fellowship that okay. you know at some point they wanted a, a drama group inside the fellowship and i've i've always had passion for writing poems you know writing script on my own reading a lot of novels watching mm-hmm. movies and stuff and i said i can do this stuff mm-hmm. so we started training I, I had a friend then his name is kyode we started training ourselves while studying law on how to write scripts how to even you know so we started paying more attention to drama to watching movies to really figuring out how this is done you know so I trained myself how to write a script while studying studying law law in the university so we started a drama group in the university so
0: you were using everything <laughs> you had though to your advantage yeah like, did you
1: do say you, were, you had fun through like even now like to the point of where this, do you think like you've enjoyed every experience you've had yes i would say that because i've i've
2: my life has 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 got many parts to it mm-hmm. you know i've dabbled into so many things growing up so i feel like my life was part of fun you know there was a lot of fun doing you know like you're young you just want to test so many things Mm -hmm. and so i got into a lot of of stuff
0: being a learner forever ever (laughs) is the job yeah as a matter of fact
2: that's why when i came into this country i knew i couldn't practice law immediately right and i said to myself what is it that i can't really do you know so and of course. Once you come into this country, especially Nigerians or Africans, one of the fastest way to get out of that poverty line, you know, or to get a step, you know, higher mm-hmm. from doing manual jobs is right. to get into nursing school.
0: And Is that, is that something that's like, so it, I want to go back a little bit to the mentality. Is right. It, are Nigerians, when they're young, are they... Built to be entrepreneurs and hustlers. Like, are there parents like that? Is it Go through, like Walk that? us through. Like, <laughs> like, you know,
1: like I want to know. U.S.
0: People right. waste their like kids waste just, their time. Just, with just explain,
1: like, stuff. maybe even just touch into like your whole thing of like your film career, right? And like how you networked. Like, right. I think that Chad probably hasn't heard that, that anything about that. I, I, and yeah. I think was this that would
0: twenty four. Did you leave and come to America then? No, no. So tell him. So to go
1: yeah. go through Let's that whole going. period I'm,
0: of like, yeah. I'm kind of getting the picture. I guess.
2: You're you're naturally born a hustler once you're you're born into a a Nigerian, let me say Nigerian family, you know, because the situation in the country develops your skill naturally to Mm -hmm. be open, open your mind to opportunities because the situation is so hard and difficult that everybody's looking for a breakthrough. One word, the other. There's no structure to guide you through a breakthrough. You just have to look into yourself and see what you can bring out to help yourself get out of your situation. You know, so it becomes a natural instinct in almost everybody growing up.
0: That's super unique. Yeah.
2: So because nobody's there to spoon feed you, to accept you come from a well-to-do family, which many are not from. So you just have to find a way to survive. You know, a lot of people did, like while I was in school, I did a lot of stuff just to survive. I was practically paying for my school fees while in school. How was I doing that as a 21, 22, 23-year-old? I had to develop certain skills for myself. Like, Mm -hmm. for instance, I said when I noticed that I could make drama and people could come and watch, we cashed into that, my friends and I. And we started making plays and dramas in school. And it would be sold out. A lot of people would come to watch our plays. We started organizing shows.
0: You started be- opening.
2: Yeah. I became a rich boy in school. So with all that money I was making at that time, I was, I was able to live comfortably in the <laughs> where in the like, best. Where the hell am I going to school right now? <laughs> exactly. You know, like... I was living, you know, in, in the best area in, in the school campus and all that, wow. where the rich boys leave because I could afford it. Right. You know, so I sold clothes. I did a lot of stuff, you know, like you know, how, like how boys just... sell cam- their shoes <laughs> and, yeah. and, and all that, you know. We were selling clothes. I would go to the market, get clothes for like, okay, a thousand naira. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is comparative to U.S. dollar. It's like a naira to like
2: a dollar. Yeah, that's like $10 or, okay. you know.
0: And then you, what would you upcharge?
2: You, you, you get it for like $10 and sell it for like $30. And Damn, they, that's they, a good they, margin. Yeah, they'll they be happy they bought it from you because by the time you explain how authentic the clothes are, you know, these American spec and all that stuff, you know, you just have to, S- w- sale, wait to I mean, sell I mean, yourself through. To sell. Yeah. yeah, so we were making money. I was making a lot of money in school, you know. So that's why I felt, am I really called to be a lawyer, you know? Sure. I just discovered that filmmaking at that time was my passion. And uh, guess what? Let me tell you how my filmmaking experience started.
0: Yeah, let's go there. You're 24. When,
2: yeah, I had finished school. I just came out fresh from school. Yeah, you're like, what hell? I had the, the first son of my uncle, you know, uh, the Supreme Court judge, was a musician. His name is Charlie Boy. And he was, I said to myself, if a Supreme Court judge son could be a musician and he's making it, why can't I follow my passion and make it? So I will instead of going to court, I would go to his studio to hang out.
0: Nice.
2: To you know and he'd be like, What are you doing there? I said, Uncle, I just just let me be. I like to be around you and see what's going on. And that was when one day, I think that was fresh out of school, I'd written a script. A film script about what it, you know it i actually wrote it based on some of the experiences i had in the village growing up wow. you know some of the uh medical stories that were told okay. you know and all that I, I put it all together and some stories about my village itself so i put sure. it all together because The best way to tell stories is to tell what you know and what you've heard and what, you know, growing up and your experiences, they make the best stories, you know. So I put all that together and watching Nigerian movies, I'll be like, I'll watch the director's name, watch the producer's name, You know, like when the movie has ended. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep watching. (laughs) I'll keep. I'll see all the names. Really starting. (laughs) Right. I'll keep looking at all the names. Who did what? You know. I will use my pen and write all that down. So it got to a point.
0: This is some Gary (laughs) V. shit right here. (laughs) This is what it. Literally, kids who are graduating right now are like, "What do I need to do to get a job?" I think find people it. just don't right. like, like again, who pays attention to the credits? Right. At the end of so it. there's no technology.
2: There's minimal technology at this point, right? Right. You don't have cell phones. You don't Nothing. have Shit. Nothing. Nothing.
0: So you're writing it down on. I just
2: million. yes, I just wrote everything down. I wrote the executive producer's name down, the marketer's name down. So I said to myself, I have a script. How do you find them? How do I find this guy? Oh, you yeah. know. So I started oh, yeah. research. Yellow books? Do you have that? No. <laughs> <laughs> None of those. So I started asking questions.
0: Did they live in the major cities or something?
2: Yeah. So I found out the name of the marketer because when they put the name of the marketer, they put the address of the marketer. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. So what I did was one day with my script in my bag, I paid my way through. I went to the marketer's office and said, I want to see Susan so man. And they told me, do you have an appointment? I said, no, but I have something for him. You know, to be like... If you don't have an appointment, then I said, I'll wait as long as, as it a, takes to mm-hmm. see him. So you didn't give up. You didn't, didn't take give no up. for an answer. No. So I stayed there. And at some point, I think they let me in or something. So when I met the man, I said, sir, I don't want anything from you. Just read my script. Please, just read my script. If you don't like it, it's okay. But if you like it, man said, they had to make me wait the first day. And he gave the script. Did he ask you who
0: you were? Was he, he, like, he was like, he was tell a, him, like, I'm in law school. Yes. Now, I,
2: I gave him my whole story. I'm like, so that, that, did you he, know, interest him a little bit that right. somebody could go through all that. You're a lawyer. You're not, you're not, you know, you're not
0: passionate. You, this, why, why? You know, it, so that. It's, so It's fun for a marketer to see right. an ambitious person.
2: <laughs> so he, he told his, he gave the script to his producer and told him to read it and give him a feedback. You know, so when the producer read my script, he said, wow, that they've not seen a script like this for a while. That, so they now called me back. When I came in, they said, did you write the script or somebody wrote it for you? I said, no, I, I took like almost seven months writing the script. He said, are you sure you're the owner of the script? I said, yes, I am, sir. He said, no, why we're saying this is because we don't want anybody to come up and say, Are you sure? I said, Yes, I am. I can tell you every Every scene, every chapter. That's when. So they now set up. 24? Yes. They now set up a meeting for me the next day.
1: Right, but see, you had to drive a, a little bit to get to this place. So then, right, like you were just going. You made sacrifices there. to so, get there. So, so then, what happened? They put you in a hotel, right? Yes, they put practice. me. Yes, they put they, me they in a hotel. It, you're in.
0: Are you? You're in Nigeria for this? Yes. Wow. Yes. I, after you're in a the major bre- city now in Nigeria. <laughs> so they told me
2: the man paid for a hotel for me and said that stay here for the next three days until we finish everything about the script. So, after the producer had read the script, they now sent the script to the whole crew to the. Uh, you know wardrobe all the people that wow so they now called me back the next day we had a meeting
0: wait i want to when you're at home in bed that night in the hotel what is going on <laughs> how <laughs> the hell are you processing I, you know like how did i get here you know like although
2: i've played out this thing so many did times you just in my head in yes yourself? like it was, you know it felt like it was real like you're right. gonna do it like you did nothing I, else. I didn't even believe that they were gonna like it at first reading, but I I wasn't gonna give up. I said even if they don't like it, I'm gonna try someone else. Try someone. And try. But I was lucky that the first person I met liked it. You know, so wow. so they put me in a hotel. I came back you the can't next tell day. Me that's not fate. Like <laughs> fate. <in a> <laughs> it, fate got a lot to do with it. I you think. Know. So when I came into the man's office, I saw like about seven, eight people in a round table waiting for me. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> is this for real yeah, you like, exactly. Were you dressed like, <laughs> up yeah were you dressed up nicely like, yeah of course nice. I, i'm a lawyer man i <laughs> yeah, came that. up with suits <laughs> and everything you know so they all sat down around it the and they were throwing arrows at me man they wanted to make sure that i was the real owner of the script mm-hmm. so the producer the production manager they trying were trying to tra- catch you up yeah sleep. you know like what why did you write this in the scene what were trying you trying to think, understand you know? the psychology of it. i would tell them the whole thing from my heart you know because he came from inside me you know yeah. so that was where the man was so amazed that's when they actually believed that this was my story you know because the way i was telling it and explaining it in fact explaining the culture of my people because they are not used to my people's culture you know but I will explain really? it so clearly. Was it just like the mainstream
0: culture? Like the no, culture no, no, that came no. from your yeah, village?
2: indigenous culture of sure. my own particular clan and village, you know. So wow. I, when they when the finished, the man was so impressed with me. So he said, we're going to make this film. And at that time, films were made for like a million naira, two million okay. naira. But because it was a, a big budget film at that time, this film was made for like 5.5 5 million naira. So we're talking like 500,000,
0: 600,000 dollars, right? I don't know the equivalence right now. I was just assuming. But I'm then this, the was, $10 like, $10 this of, was
2: like 15 years back. Yeah. You know, so that was I, a lot of a money. Wild, that, that, no, yeah, a based on
0: inflationary right. price. That's right. Right. Like, right now, <laughs> that'd be like 5 a, million dollars. Yeah, right. they're right. like doing like right. a 5 to 6 million dollar right. indie film in the US. Right, right.
2: You know, so... That's huge! It, it was a wonderful experience for me, you know. Did you, lo-
0: did you get a big premiere for the movie? Oh yeah!
2: It, we premiered in different cities, you know. Wow. We pre- even in my village because of it was about my culture and everything. We premiered it in my village, and that was how was that an experience? explosion? Oh man, I, I felt like
0: did you cr- like cry or like was it, it overwhelming? <laughs>
2: it or? was it was my closest shot to Hollywood, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I. I became famous overnight, you know, like this little boy from little village, you know, yeah. doing big stuff and all that. It was a wonderful experience. So that did that you reading, capitalize on it. Oh what yeah, that do right after. Oh yeah, I said from there. I started training myself as a production manager. Nice. From there, I were progressed you on set to, during the film? Oh and all yeah, I was, I was. They didn't cut you out. They didn't do that. No, BS I was exact move. because. I don't have any experience at that time. They gave me a production coordinator and script supervisor at that time, you know, because it was my script. And when they want to ask certain questions about certain scenes, I have to come, come. Yeah. yes, you know, but the director, the producer, they were all there. So I was there with them throughout the shoot, wow. you know, right after that, because of, you know, my knowledge of lore and everything, I started as a production manager you know, helping them organize, do all that stuff. From there, I became a producer. I was a producer over the years under the same guy. Did you know, you, how the, many
0: projects did you produce?
2: I did more than fifty films. Holy crap! How many you know? I mean, years? You, okay, and then yeah, yeah. like I, even how many from there, years were you there? producing <laughs> with them
0: from twenty-four to
2: yeah, I I was in the industry for over fifteen years before I came to America.
0: Well, yeah, well, how so long ago did you come to America? Thirty. Like
2: I've been I've been wow. here for like three years now. Three years, yeah.
0: That's it.
1: Yeah. So like he yeah. lived like a, it's basically like you lived a whole life in idea. Of course I did. And then came. Now yeah. you went to. If I'm so, there's so, so much to get into. <laughs> <but> <laughs> he, he's lived a lot to be honest. What about the school now? Am I, if I'm right, did what you? What was your it's? favorite
0: project of the fifty projects? Um, other than yours, other than yours. Uh, How many films after that did you write and produce there? I can't even count it. I can't even, I don't even remember. Sometimes
2: they play my movie. I'm like, oh, that's my movie. I'm like, you know. What is it like to be a producer? <laughs> because, what are you
0: doing? What's your role? Oh, my
2: God. In fact, I wake up every day still wanting to be a producer. It was, you know, like, filmmaking comes so natural with me that mm. if you catch me, that's one thing I want to be caught dead doing. You know, like, it has become so much of my passion that no matter whatever I do, I still want to be a filmmaker, you know, like that's what I love doing, mm-hmm. you know, because I call my life when I'm on set, mm-hmm. you know, my, all my elements.
0: It's instinctual.
2: Yes. Comes to being like, I say, you know, because when I started developing my skills, especially as a director, I can see what many people was can't your, see.
0: What, was your uncle upset now at this point that you they were terribly yeah,
2: he's like why are that, you going into the army?" in fact as a matter of fact when he when he just looked at me like this boy wasted his life like <laughs> you're could so have bright be, you, had he, so you know sleep. because he said you're so brilliant you could be one of the best lawyers in this country idea, yeah. i said but that's not that's what not i <laughs> that's not what i want to do you know right. he oh, was yeah. so disappointed in me that he brought me up this far just to leave him by the wayside and go into filmmaking. Because filmmaking wasn't a trendy thing then. You know, sure. it, it was something that uh, dropouts do. And, you know, uh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the way they look. Because in Nigeria, you must be either an engineer, a lawyer or a doctor, you know, any right. of those So if you say you're coming in with filmmaking, really? You want to be a laborer? You want to be, you know, you you want to suffer the rest of your life? you know. So they don't look at it as, but right now is the end thing. It's what people, you know,
0: I mean. Now being an artist. Yeah.
2: You know, so it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So it's been a wonderful journey so far.
1: Did you, now you went to school. Did you go to school in out in LA for filmmaking? Yes.
2: At some point, um. This was, I think, in 2015, uh, thereabout. You know, the country, the president then, you know, uh, decided to pick the young uh, filmmakers that are very good in the trade and uh, train them. You know, open up new opportunities for because they started seeing that the industry was booming in the country and were generating a lot of income for nice. for the country at that time. You know, because when you look at the margins and the how numbers, how famous were you at?
0: like are we talking like you were a superstar or just people well, knew you well
2: i i like, I'd like to remain like, humble okay, about so that because <laughs> me, sure. there were a lot of filmmakers
0: let me i guess uh, like mm. if you went back now would you right. still have the same reputation
2: yes because you know we're so a uh, seed in the industry you know sure. and uh of course we've paid our price and uh mm we've built up networks over the years so that doesn't just die off like right that. yeah you still can latch can on it. it yeah yeah you know so i can't say i'm a superstar because there are bigger filmmakers too in sure. the country but at least if you mention my name somebody will say oh i know him you know? wow
0: yeah that's cool that's really really cool <laughs> so in
2: 2015 the president sent us to you see, that, that about 3,000 president president in Nigeria. Yeah. About, Why? No, because they were he, trying he was to. Because getting bigger. Yeah, the it industry was, was getting thing. bigger. It was becoming a thing So it was like h- his time.
0: concept is for economic boom in my country, I'm right. going to use an exchange program to try right. and further the best in right. industry. Right, 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 to Got see it. how
2: we can help that industry grow it's like better. like NASA
0: sending uh, astronauts to Russia to exactly. learn. Exactly.
2: That's what it is. You know, yeah. So they they made us compete for it. So a lot of about three thousand filmmakers sent an application at that time holy and cow. they picked like 25 people wow you know? so i was lucky to be one of them so they sent us to ucla all expense paid everything How many years? Uh, no it was uh, a master program you know so they oh, wow. they condensed what we could have learned in a year into like three four months you know? holy so, cow yeah we were we were studying monday to sunday Every day. Were you staying in a dorm? Yeah, they they opened up the school for us because at that time students were not in school. So
0: it was summer probably.
2: Yeah, so they used that, you know, to and we had the best of the best because they were well-paid, yeah, the
0: U- UCLA film is like... <laughs> at, and especially That's in, in the yeah. U.S. Like, like
2: in, on a subject, you can have, like, three professors coming to teach on it because they were well-paid for it. The government, Nigerian government paid them well for it. You know, so you have... <laughs> so they were filmed. happy to teach you guys. Oh, yeah. Because
0: you guys probably were, were ready to soak it up like a sponge. Oh, yeah.
2: So, yeah. like, they were actually it's, excited to teach Oh, yeah. yeah. And we soaked up a lot because, like, when oh. we did... Uh,
0: do you think you learned more there than you oh, did throughout law school?
2: That was <laughs> why I decided to come and relocate to the United nice. States. After that experience, I started uh-huh. seeing myself growing above the filmmaking standard that we are used to in Nigeria, you know, and improving on it. And, you know, I'm still in that process because I believe that right after this whole experience I'm having right now, that's the next level for me to you know, start making those kind of films that will be of international standard right. that, you know, will be universally accepted, you know. So
0: that's, awesome. that's do my you have, goal. So do you, do you have tons of stories in your head or like scripts oh, that you ever Oh, stories come naturally and... <laughs> to me, you know. Yeah. Like
2: for this past few years, about four or five stories have been developed already. So wow. all I do is I call my script writers, start doing this. Like my scriptwriter right now in back home in Nigeria is working on a story. That came to me like two months ago.
0: Wow! Yeah.
1: What about that story you told me? I was, i don't remember it, you, the one you told me. You're a real. Are you still doing the one? Oh, sure! I'll definitely do that film. Yeah.
0: Right so, my question is—is is I'm like, sure it's the story about the pasta that married. Yes. Out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the, so. What is your plan? Like, how are you? Are you gonna? Like, do you think you can use your your skills and your network back home? to help build it out and then find an it well and that's just even that giving them sell it out and produce it out yeah that's like, that's, the, that's are the you going to finish the projects internally and then sell it to a third party you think well or do you want to try and sell the idea to a no company? no or no. do you want to do it all
2: no no it's still going to be a collaboration in a way mm-hmm. you know by the time we start you know, because I've done it over the years, so I know sure. how it's done. You know, there's there's a way you net network investors, and you, you just have to have a very good proposal, and you have to have good content as well, and you have to have the right people doing the project. Once and
0: now it's got to go to streaming. Yeah, right? well, movies once,
2: are. Once the, your investors look at your proposal and they see that you have the right content, you have the right filmmaking crew, you have the right actors in it, and the right know, notoriety. Yeah, yeah. and because they also know you have experience, you've done this over time. Right. You know. You're an acclaimed director. Yeah, and there are certain people you go to for such funds. And of course when they look at your numbers and everything and it matches, they will be willing to invest, you know. True. Because there there are people are you looking who want to for an
0: American or a Nigerian investor?
2: Um because I'm coming from Nigeria, yeah. you know, so most of my investors should be from Nigeria because I don't know I don't know American right you have those connections back yeah Yeah, but of course if we find any here why not yeah right yeah
0: (laughs) right so how was it being an adult and then migrating to America how is that experience? Well, was it
1: like when you first got here like what when you first got off well maybe you've been here before visited but like right. when you finally moved here yourself where you right
2: like you know before i decided to relocate i wanted to know the country and the system and how it works and everything so i've
1: been visiting
2: for like seven years before i finally des- decided all over to the u.s to see where's the yeah i, I yeah i i was usually hanging out in l.a then you know because i have some relations over there you know sure. so but it wasn't—it wasn't like that feeling growing up anymore. You know. What are you thinking of
1: LA now? Do you think that's going to the wayside? I'll say that again. Do you think LA is going to the wayside now? Well,
2: I still have some kind of
1: uh, thing for LA, you know,
2: because that's where the film industry is. That's where my relations, uh, you know, and it's—they it, have very good weather, you know. So. I, I like I like. Yeah, uh, why
0: would you pick Chicago? Why would you end up out this well, way? It's cold here. Yeah,
2: you know, because uh, getting here, I had, I got married, and you know, though you didn't work out, mm. so and the lady I married was in Chicago, you know, so I had to give up the LA that I'm used to and said, you know, <laughs> let's start it here in Chicago, and uh, so that's how I ended up in Chicago.
0: But do you miss Nigeria?
2: I miss Nigerian energy. I don't miss everything about Nigeria. Yeah, I was but, gonna say, where are they yeah.
0: at? What's the climate like there right now? Oh Politically, my god!
1: Is it, <laughs> it's is it always a safe hot? Time to be there, what's going <laughs> like, on? Like, could I just walk in there and be fine? Well, you were even telling me, like, even if just understanding how the government works, right? right. Like businesses, it's right? Like, well, you could just, you know, like if we went there, you'd be eaten up because they were just investing. <laughs> yeah. <But> like, <laughs> as far as like there, there, it's very much where the government controls the business and politics, right? right. Like you told right. me, like right uh, along the lines of like how, like how does government have a role on businesses? You told me that like right. in Nigeria, it's like something where like someone like the government can just go and claim your business or tell you, know, right? Really? Right. N- not not claim your business, yeah, but like but, force you to. Yeah,
2: they they have they have final strange. Set policies they can come up with any policy at any time and right. you know you might be doing well today and government did you comes believe up they with had a, d- a good legal system like while you were a lawyer did you
0: well uh
2: <laughs> you it's not something you can compare with what's going on here i mean here sure. yeah, you guys have a structure and one thing although there is still you know corruption in this country and everything but it's not like not at the level it is at nigeria in nigeria
0: mm-hmm. you know it's way different, of course. Is there is there a lot of poverty in Nigeria? Well, is it or how is the how is the wealth spread out? Is it?
2: We have the rich and the poor. We don't have middle class. Got it. You know, well, so it. it it's either.
0: How, is it, it hard? Is there a hard barrier to break that gap from the poor? To it wealth? is. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. So if you, it's sort of like.
1: Wherever you're, wherever, you're born, wherever you're born in, is, right. it really matters. Right. You got to live with your uncle at a young age. Right. That brought that class. That right. so was different.
2: Yep. Right. You know, so wow. it's either you find your breakthrough from poverty and maybe you're lucky, you know, get into something that athletics or yeah you know that helped you out music anything business you know that's what just a passion right sometimes but it's not like we have a system that helps you through you know there's no structure there like the government policies and all that are not built in such a way that you know young people can leverage on the system and you know make their lives better no we don't have that kind of structure you know you just have to hustle it all out
1: so do you think people in america just don't tend to realize how good we have it here honestly honestly because if you that's
2: why most nigerians here do well because
0: they're just so blessed
2: yes they they you know somebody who never had opportunity and you give him the slightest opportunity, he'll make the best out of it. He appreciates opportunity. You come here, and there's yeah. so much opportunity. Yeah. But when you're born in opportunity and you've never seen None. poverty, you've never really seen how difficult a system could be on. Or you know, you, you don't appreciate what you have. You sure. know, so that's the difference. You know, so. But I know that most Americans, you guys are very smart too. If, if you're thrown into a kind of situation and you understand. You know, the difficulty, you know, how to live life yes. amidst difficulties. I, I'm sure that will also prepare you to become a better person.
0: Yeah. You know, 100%. I think yeah. that's that's a universal lesson. Yes, it's a universal humans, lesson, yes. Because
2: like humans, we, we struggle adapt Struggle is
0: what grows us. Right. It's what empowers us, right. Right, I feel like.
2: Absolutely, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you've known poverty all your life, when you see an opportunity, you appreciate it, no matter absolutely. how little. And that's
0: something too, like when we were young, like we were always told every opportunity, take it. it. Never say no. Right. Because you don't know. Right. And like for (laughs) you, if you had never gone to law school. Right. Who knows if you would have ended up going down to the city and showing them the script. I think it is all about just
1: taking those opportunities, leaps of faith. Like I had like even just thinking like when I started my swimming career in a sense, Mm -hmm. I was just walking through a YMCA Mm -hmm. and like I want to swim. And then my parents just let me do it <laughs> and they did, right. you know, and then it just started. It's just mm. like seeing something and then taking it, mm. you know, you shouldn't get overwhelmed in the sense of mm. all these things. Cause no, you're not gonna be able right. to accomplish everything. Mm-hmm. There's going to be so many ideas. There's, you know, even businesses along the way where it's like, yeah, I could have done that. And mm. of course I probably could have found a way to make it successful, but mm. no, I chose this path mm. and it's like, appreciate what you have now, exactly. appreciate in the moment. And I think those are just things you forget about, you know, like for me, even growing, like just starting to realize this stuff now mm. allows me to like, right. know,
0: like we're, so, I'm so grateful even to have the opportunity, like just like we were talking about before we even started, we as young people right now can build a whole production setup and it can be housed in a little Volkswagen car. True. And like before this analog, you were carrying around all this heavy equipment. You needed men on men. to You know what? You will
2: never appreciate believing Mm. until believing is all you got.
0: That's powerful. And,
1: and I say, I, like I say, I my message, my thing, like I said, was always believe and it will be. Yes. Like I just, like from me and my mom, we've had like my swimming career. It was just whatever it was, I just set anything in my mind. And if you could believe it, and right. believe you you are capable of doing that.
0: You know, in
2: Nigeria, you're pressed so hard against the wall by the system and the structure. Adversity. That all you got is believe. Mm-hmm. So that's why we appreciate believing in ourselves so much.
0: I love that.
2: You know, because you're so pressed that you don't know how to get out, except Mm -hmm. you believe that that's all I have. That's all I can do. That's all I can. That's the only weapon I have to use. That's why children in this country, I wish, you know, there could be an exchange. (laughs) (laughs) Like a kind of like a boot camp or something. Yeah, you know. And maybe they could mix up with some of these African kids. And understand how their mindset works and why they do what what they do and how they do it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's just being cultured, too. Right.
1: Like, again, it's being so immature, like, even thinking of my age and, like, not understanding where these differences in people have come, right? Right. Like, there's so little I know about just even you alone. But it it opened my eyes just hearing the different stories. Like, that opened my eyes to grow up. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, you can experience yeah. culture through either. And that's just understanding a very others.
1: little right. bit of it, you right. know? So it's like if you were to fully develop, it's like mm. just soak in all you can, mm. you know?
2: Like when they say that people like during this covid time they say oh a lot of people are going through um, mental pressure and all that. We, and Nigerian will look at you and be like, really covid is giving you mental, <laughs> mental pressures? Pressure. Like people are losing their minds over covid? Come to Nigeria. Yeah, <laughs> right. Come to Nigeria when every day of your life is like having Easy COVID.
0: Yeah,
2: every day of your life is struggle. You it's deal so with you deal right? with mental pressure every day of your life. So is there a,
0: <laughs> is there like war leaders or gangs or do you we, we, have something? Like well, that? of course, there they, it is all of, everywhere you go. Yeah. yeah, there are always
2: people mm. who feel they should control orders and stuff like that. Like yeah. we have this Muslim sect called Boko Haram back mm. home in Nigeria. You know, they're always terrorizing people and doing all kind of shit over there. Mm. And of course we have youth gangs and
0: it, are people. women. What's, what's the, what's the uh, male and female, Are there roles? Like yeah, like roles in in the general culture. Are women are women respected? Are they treated fairly? Well, is that something to some extent? Come as they become more. Or like when you think of like the uh, class, but
2: it's not like it is here. You Um, know, like women got more say here than back home in Nigeria. You know, because of the culture, actually. You know, but everybody know know their place. Sure. You know, know their duties. It's over here that. a woman may feel, oh, I don't want to cook today, or I don't want you know. like. Do you think... It comes natural women over there in Nigeria. that You are meant to cook. You are meant to... It's not like it's, it's not forced insulting. on you. you. No, it's not insulting. Do you think it's, it's like it's, sure. one of the and biggest things? It's like things. a motherly instinct in you to do the natural yeah, things like, that, you know, take care of home and all that. It's only here yeah. that you can see a woman who doesn't want to take care of and home. It's and it's allowed. Is <laughs> it?
1: Do you think this relates to, like, looking at, like maybe we make bigger deals about things that don't need to be made bigger deals about. And instead like with, this is for me even just like just listening. Right. Right. And what are the words that are coming out of my mouth? Is it negatively or is it positively mm, mm. appreciating the moment I'm in? Right. Mm. So like that relationships inside a culture, mm. is it more, we just put this shade around it to make it like having those places and responsibilities may not be bad. I think it's just how we verbalize it and, right explain it maybe i don't know what i'm trying to get there but it's more of like just thinking like the way if i were to say certain words to have a negative Im- impact, impact. Mm-hmm. right that's different rather than like appreciating thank you for what you're doing and yes. just it being a common courtesy knowing like hey thank you yes that is your role that's all you know right. maybe I'm not saying there has to be like select roles in what you do but like right. maybe we just over yeah. overdo all that like, <laughs> and you know like when people like when there's right people talking about like you know w- women rights and, and men right like yeah some of that sure but like th- there's a point of like are we just making a bigger deal out of something that's not there and mm. maybe i'm offending people so i don't want to say that because i could be very harsh <laughs> but like i'm thinking that in my head right now Would that right. make sense at all or no? yeah you
2: know like if you should relate it to where i'm coming from you know Women are being appreciated over there, no doubt. But mm-hmm. they know it, it comes natural to them mm-hmm. because how of how they were brought up, you know, certain they fit into certain roles naturally.
0: Right. It's almost like it's I I the culture and the social constructs of mm. the society that's built there. Yeah. On top of the biological conceptions. Mm. Of how the people are born right meld to build this naturalized yes human instinct yes it. yes and that's why and i think that's too Where like that's a way to put american it as an american listening to this mm-hmm. you really really need to be able to take yourself entire you need to like close your eyes take yourself out of your shoes right. think and think realize any. that perspective is so real right you know right and Even
1: just with our our interview last night with Kuye, or, you know, a few nights back for pre recording this episode, but um, understanding perspective, right? So now we think of perspective just in the U.S. alone. Mm. Then we think of the perspectives of just inside our family household. Mm. Like, there's so many perspectives in which then I think we overreact on so many situations that's not needed. (sighs) And you have to understand there are millions you know, so many perspectives. Different, yes. So, Different And piece. I think that's what like, once you start to just kind of realize this, this is getting older, it's like, right. you just have to be yeah. appreciate. you know, like, I don't know. Like for instance,
2: there are cer- certain things that Americans frown about, you know, like somebody say something to you and you get upset about, and then
1: you don't look at you like, why are you getting I, upset about that?" See, this? And that's me. I live <laughs> in that life. Like every day I just say, I just say it. And like if I think if someone doesn't respond to me in that right. moment off a comment I said, they're fine and there's yeah. nothing they Like disagree for with.
2: instance, if you if you call a black American the N word, yes, he gets terribly offended, right? Uh-huh. But if you call an African the N-word, he looks like you like so. Mm. Because he, he doesn't have the experience. Right, like, well,
0: yeah, what is that? he, he never had never. the
2: black American experience of what you know the history of all that came with it. You know I what I mean? Oh, so totally that right. perspective is different. Yeah. You know, so he doesn't feel the pain and the pressure and all that that, that a black American will feel. I, I
0: wanted to actually ask you about this. So I've right. heard that sometimes, like, you know, like, it's the same thing too with like, I know it's with Hispanic cultures. Right. Like, Every Hispanic culture and where they are in their region thinks right. something else of the other ones. Yes, is there is that contemplation? There oh yeah, yeah. American, right. uh, Black people and then African. black Oh people. yes. As
2: a matter of fact, at some sometimes it looks like it 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 takes a lot for a black American and an African to relate very well because their experiences are not the same. You you as a white guy might look at them and say, "Oh, these are black people," but in between the black American and the black African, mm-hmm. because their cultures are also different, they don't they don't really see them, they don't enjoy the brotherhood that they should if it were a black American and a black American.
0: Right.
2: African, some Africans see black Americans this is so as so interesting. <laughs> they see them as they're very proud and very arrogant. Mm. You know? And the black Americans see the Africans like you guys are a bit dumb, you know. Like you're not, mm. you're not smart enough. Like, you know, you, like, you know? Sort
0: of like a almost like a third world, right?
2: Like, you know, your culture and everything made you a little bit slow. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, you're like not you're catching in 1990 up fast. And we're in two thousand, right? So <laughs> that's why. So, uh, that's, that's why dichotomy. sometimes it looks like the African, uh, the African man wants to prove himself that he's smart enough than you, that he's smarter than. So you try think compensate. exactly, so in it's education, in wherever he finds himself he's, tr- he's trying to prove a point that I'm as smart as you are, right. even though you think I'm not <laughs> you, sure. you, so that kind of becomes a kind of motivation for them as well. Leaving in this country because they are trying to compensate for, you know, that perspe- perception you have about them. You know, sure. because really the truth of the matter is, if you put everybody at the same level, give yes. them the same level of education, level of opportunity, you see that almost everybody is the same. Like yep. the smart ones, it, it's not a function of where you're coming from. If you're smart, you're smart. You know, like mm-hmm. it comes natural. Some people will understand it. It doesn't matter your culture. It doesn't just because you have the same level of opportunities you can still pick out the smart one from the white folk from the black from the Hispanic from whatever 100%. culture Asian whatever you know what i mean yes, so I it, it has nothing to do with where you're coming from mm-hmm. you know because you still have a lot of dumb people who are white you know black <laughs> really? or, or Asians you know yeah.
0: but so and that's like the one thing too with like this podcast is like right once you sit down and you're just talking with someone right. and you and like we so often, I feel like we take into consideration like roles, titles, or, oh, this person's done yeah. this. And we we put these images in our head. Yeah. But then once you sit down after you talk for past 10 minutes, right. you realize it's just another human. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's
1: just different things they've accomplished. Yeah. Which are, you know, but yeah. anyone can do that. It's exactly.
2: Good. It's just what you put your mind to, you know. Exactly. Like I was listening to um, the pastor preach this morning and he said, do you want to be the f- the best restaurant owner or the best food maker? Ask yourself, can the governor eat my food? Mm. Can the president eat my food? You know, don't stay where your mates are glorifying you. Right. Stay in a place where people... Fear that, complacency. Yes, people that matter, people... Where kings can say, "Oh, you're doing good," mm-hmm. not where your mates, people, you are with. Not when the when your friend tells you, "Oh, you're doing good," right. don't feel good about it. But when the president tells you you're doing good, that's telling you that you are above.
0: You're setting a standard.
2: You understand what I mean? So yeah. always aim higher than where you are. You know, because try even, you don't to get you, caught even if you up in you fall short, right? Admiration. You're gonna be higher than right. You're right. So. Refine your skills. Whatever you're doing, Mm. be the best at it. You know, like what you guys are doing, do it so good that when they talk about podcasts, when they talk about, you know, anybody doing this kind of business, you stand out because of the content you produce and because of how you produce it and the skill you put into it. And do you think it's as much of
1: like let's when we say those things like you think of like okay, like there's (laughs) vlogging and there's cameras and there's social media, it's like is the best content I honestly think is just being you like you're gonna right. get I'm not here to put on a show that's gonna be different you're just just be you're just now being able to live in the moment and in, mm. in the, in the thing that I'm living in as well Right. you know and I think that is the creative now sure you can be creative in which now how you produce mm. that content right right like how do you put put it out Right. but I think when it comes down to it people want to see you, you
0: exactly. know? just be yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I've already, yep, so,
0: cool. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, do you see yourself going back to Nigeria and living there I want to go there again? now. Oh, You'll yeah. have, oh, yeah. have to go oh, there. Oh, yeah.
2: As a matter of fact, by next
0: year, I'm planning on
2: going, you know. Go- going yeah. or moving back? No, 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 no. I, I can't move back. I want to start a family again, you know, but... That's where I go and get my inspiration from, right? <laughs> just know? to go back and feel yeah, that power, and, feel know, and I also want to make some impact in some people's life over there in the country. So, I may have to. I'm still thinking about it. Maybe through this film business or something, structure some kind of exchange, you know, that also make so impact on awesome. people's life over there. Because I believe in the young generation. I believe that you know there's a lot of potentials out there. You know, i think there's
1: empowering your youth is so great i think oh, yeah i think that's why there, we need to have more people that come out there to empower your youth yes. and like
0: realizing that you can have different perspectives and i think sometimes do the youth in nigeria right now mm-hmm. have the means of accessing technology where they oh could, yeah where they could hear that's internet or even or in the most remote village in, yeah
2: in, in nigeria that's awesome you know internet is everywhere it's a global village brother man wow. <laughs> you know so as a matter of fact, you'd be shocked that most Nigerians consume more foreign content than you do
1: over here. Do people... I, I believe that. I would believe <laughs> yeah. that. I, why is that Do we understand culture with other worlds? Is it because it's blocked in our areas or do you just not search that? Or, I like, think
0: we're oversaturated here.
1: I think so. And also because they're hungry.
2: You know, they right. want... It's two the, different perspectives. Yes, You're living two yes, different lives. You know, the, the one the the wow thing, the new thing, what's happening in America, what's making them so special, what, you know, so they're consuming a lot of content. Yeah. Like, oh, when I was in Nigeria, I knew so much about America, you know, I knew everything about your politics, I'm always watching <laughs> Do CNN. people I'm laugh always... at us sometimes? Like silly stuff? You know, like politics? <laughs> like, is America people's eyes nice? like, so funny? The You'll be shocked that. If you yeah. go to a,
0: a lot of like, um, what, like uh, first first world cultures outside right. of the U.S. in Eastern Europe and stuff, like they think right. Americans are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, they're fat, they're entitled. They, they just feel you guys
2: are lazy, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. you know, you don't know the opportunities you have, you know? Sure. Like, and you'd it. be shocked a young boy in, in Nigeria knows so much about America and the politics in America than an American here. You know, like when they see this whole Trump saga and everything going on,
0: like, people just don't understand how we've got be, been able to become so lazy so quickly because we are so young as a nation. Well, it's not your fault, right? It's not
2: your fault. Right. It's you know, like it's like a boy who is born into wealth. He right. has ne- he's never been hungry for one day. You know, you, you wouldn't understand that you you don't even feel like you're in wealth. You know, right. you're just living your, your life. life like. Yeah. But. Until you become hungry, that's when you know. Oh, so there could be wealth. There could be, you know. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's so important. It to, changes to your perception <laughs> about life and so many things. You know, like you guys feel oh, We're living our lives. We're Americans.
1: How do we but, consume that <laughs> diversity, or how do we? How would you say? Like, what's the way to show that? Right, like someone that's growing up and living in maybe a, uh, a privileged house, meaning that they there's no stresses or worries about any financials or right. roofs over their head or any of the normal necessities, right? if you grow up in that environment and you're always you never have to worry about that mm. when do you ever see that diverse like those people just would never realize that there's anything harder than that right or right. live that moment and how they would react so like right. it's like how do we right. get that diverse we it's, need to it's spread true that exchanges
2: out. like this you know like Talking when thing. when i start raising my thing. family my children will be going to nigeria every year yeah. i want them to see how people leave there i want them to appreciate it as a matter of fact if i have a kid here and you don't obey my rules, I'll send you back to Nigeria <laughs> for at least one year, and I'll make sure you have no access to anything luxury right. <laughs> you know right. so you that's appreciate what you're having you know yeah. I've seen a couple of parents that's how Nigerians over here discipline their kids. you know they send them back to Africa and make you go through some hardship by the mm-hmm. time you've been through that for one year, You'll be running, Mom, please, I'll be the best child you will ever have, you know? (laughs) Because, man, you don't appreciate what you have until you lose it, you know? And that's what's happening to America, you know? And that's why you see uh, countries like China trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. You know, and they are catching up so fast and, you know, even faster than Americans because Americans have been living in this wealth and living in this largesse that they don't appreciate that you have to consolidate it. You have to, you know, package it in such a way that it, it you know, it stays there for a long time. But if you look at Chinese economy and how they are growing it, they're you will know that these people skin. are hungry. Yeah. You know, they are appreciating whatever they have if is it science is it technology they you know they become the best in it they want to that's why you see these um all this you know hacking and all these things going on they want to be with like you guys you know they want to have what you have but because you have it so much you don't appreciate it and that's why when look at them go to chinese economy go to their car industry go to you know they're developing so fast and they're generating a lot of wealth more than the and American, it,
0: it helps too that their government controls 100 percent of who's yes. does and goes where but you're totally mm. right it's like it's that chess game of they understand the importance of long-term economic dominance and right. that by investing in today and not being maybe the most powerful right up front today i can be tomorrow
1: mm. and that's where i think we it's like that that saying of, like, the second you think it's not going to get bad mm. is the time when it's going to fall. And I think that's where America is. right? right. It, it It's in that point of where it's like it's so good and you think there's not going to be anything bad that mm. comes. And then all of a sudden when something does,
0: you know. That's a good lesson, too, as a business look at, You look can never become complacent. Yeah, look
1: at America used to be the superpower of
2: those days. I tell you, America America is living in past glory. Mm-hmm. Go to all African countries. Nobody's talking about America anymore. Mm. Even the Chinese government have learned to invest That's in it. all this oh, African Oh my gosh, they have so
0: much. They're building a the, whole railway, yeah, right. they're building They've, a whole network, an economic system.
2: And it's a silk belt to America has not even China. seen it yet. They're not catching
1: up with all these things. They're taking over the world gradually. And I they think that's are. what I would love they to do international are. business. Like oh. I think that's gonna be because there's so many better opportunities out oh there. Oh my like, god! And even just situations like when you say once you see that, like I'm a person where it's like I think I care so much about people, and then seeing like okay, wow, if I were to actually just put a little bit of my time in here, right. you could make a large impactful right. change. Like and you
2: see, there's so much market in those African countries, you it's know. Somehow. So and they are consumers. In, yes. basically. they're consumers. Yes, they're Any good product you put in there. Before, oh my, don't worry, we'll, we'll do some stuff together because uh, <laughs> I've been seeing a whole lot of stuff that if you know, if you take it back home in Africa, it'll make very good markets, you know. So, and I'm, you know, as time goes on, we're we'll not cashing on. that. Is
0: on, there, but. how is the the job opportunities for people to stay economically afloat and doing that. Or is that just
1: something, how hard you seek for it? But then again, in Nigeria, it's like, okay, you live in two different things, right? So if you're on a lower caliber, you're not going to, you're going to, you have only certain jobs that you're probably going to be allowed to get. Right. And well, or not necessarily. There's diversity too. You know, you can try anything, but
2: the, the structure, it's not that, you know, you don't have the kind of opportunities you have here. Like here, you can do two, three jobs, and but it, those kind of job opportunities are not there in Nigeria. If right. you get one job, you hold it strongly because <laughs> you might not have another one for a long time. You know, uh, so the dynamics are so different. Sure. You know, over here, you, there's a structure where you can build yourself, but over there, you have a job you don't even know you might lose it tomorrow. And wow. if you lose it, there's no other way you can get another one, you know. So what it, would you it's say- so different. And here you can actually say in the next five years, if I continue doing this, I can build myself. You can actually structure yourself out. Over sure. there, it's not like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, the dynamics are so different, you sure. know, because you might have the capacity, but you don't have a structure. You, you can't even plan through Five years, and you know, remain within the spectrum. You know, thinks a lot of things. Maybe government will come in. Maybe you, you know, and it's so difficult. You see somebody who is so well educated; he doesn't have a job because the system and the structure does not allow him or offer him those opportunities for him to express his degree and all that. You know
0: what? What type of um, uh, what type of uh, government do you guys have? there is
2: it it's uh it's a presidential system of government yeah you know um but is the same person been the president for a long time not really there's still democracy there but it's not like it's practiced here you mm-hmm. know yeah. uh it's a democracy where they could rig the election and get away with it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then
0: do they just they just have no the current governments have no intentions of investing in trying to the man, to bring more the resources. man at the hem
2: of affairs right now, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, a lot of Nigerians are not impressed with him. Mm. He's not even educated enough to know what
0: to do, you
2: know. But How because did get there, media, politics is the rigging of elections and all that, you know. Wow. I'm sorry, Nigerians. I got to be honest, <laughs> 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 you know, but truly,
0: yeah, you know. Do you have you? Do you have a lot of Nigerian friends here in the U.S.? Have you? a good community of Nigerians.
2: well there are you know but I, I like to create my own path you yeah. know i mean i've been in Nigeria all my life like, so. yeah you want to meet other people You're yeah like, fuck
0: was, it. <laughs> you know
1: i want to what do you think when you met like seeing our <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> i don't know what would you say is your largest inspiration like every day like what makes you keep going god you know faith is
2: is very fundamental in everything you do because what what is your core what is where is your strength coming from you know you got to fall back on something at the end of the day like when everything crashes like what like what i told you earlier you know until believing that's all you got yeah that's when you. <laughs> that's when you. Really I've been putting everything in, really, because
1: you, when you start yeah. to realize, like I believe heavily in my faith, and mm-hmm. I just give everything into, I put everything into God's hand. That kind of leads me right. the way to go. Right. It, it forms a
2: very fundamental core for you, you know, because if you really understand how God works and what the how the Bible has been structured, and if you really read and understand it, everything about life, isn't it? And it helps you propel a part for yourself. You know, it helps you. And if you walk in tangent with your faith, you know, you just see yourself growing and becoming better. You know, like, because challenges of life, the, the mind is built in such a way that if you if you don't have something that guards it or that protects your emotions and all that, That's why you see people committing suicide and doing all kind of crazy stuff because they don't have that kind of core Mm -hmm. or something to fall back
1: on that could hold them up when their mind gets so bad. When you think there's not another (coughs) day and there's no good nothing in sight, yes, you you fall on that. And when you can't have something to fall on, exactly, you know, just believing that 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 God got you. I get
0: what you're saying. It's that idea of like when you're like. I'm alone, I have nothing else. Mm. Well, not really. People who, I guess, have a really strong faith. Right. They're never alone because uh-huh. they'll always have that. Yes, right. They always have that. I, I would think if you That's didn't
1: have a faith, I think it'd be very. I hard. think, I think feel this is lonely. the first time I've understood oh, yeah. that
0: concept of. Right. Like I, faith
1: I really very don't very know hard. how you would get through without faith. I'm telling you, I've I've been through certain situations.
2: Maybe
0: and and you your faith That's, can be. In this is really things. interesting because I never do this. I don't like when I'm thinking about when <laughs> I got to my darkest point.
2: I had a situation at work recently. Yeah. That, it was so bad. You know, like was gonna get involved in everything I, wow. I didn't know my way out of it you know like I didn't know what to do I didn't know who to call I didn't know how to get through it you know like yeah. everywhere looked looked so dark you know you're in a country where nobody is out there for you to help you through sure. it you know yeah. so you what do I do I had to go back to the only faith I have I, I started praying I started calling on God I said God i said you know bringing out examples in the bible telling god you did this you did that you did this in the bible you did this in the Bible, and even with my experiences with you in life you've done this for me you've done that for me so i believe you can do this also for me right you know so and that was the only uplifting i have and guess what just as much as i believed in it even with all the fear, with all the emotions, anxiety that was trying to shake me out of my faith or mm-hmm. my core, but because my believing was getting stronger, down. the more I try to communicate with God and everything,
1: you know, it, all sudden, it, shifts,
2: starts... it shifts your perception from the problem to the faith. So the more you look at the faith and God, because you know. you're not looking at your fear and anxieties and all that, at some point you start believing that they don't exist and they're they not there. And the more you believe strongly on that, it begins to happen. That's how it is with business. The more you begin to believe that this thing I am doing, I'm gonna succeed in it. I'm gonna, you know, get past the level I am, I'm gonna get better. Before you know, it start, it starts happening
1: because right. it's crazy. Yeah. I would say I would not be here every I I honestly, every area of my life wherever I felt like it's gonna go down. I've mm. then gone back to my faith. Mm. And I would say when I keep saying I'm shocked, like I say often now, like I'm shocked to see what, like kind of where I've come now mm. and where everything's gone. But when you think about it, it's that bottom line and not giving up on that faith and sure. making that faith more real. Sure. That's why I, I keep getting blessed, mm. I think, every time. Mm. You know, that's, I, it. that's how what I really relate yeah. to. You, you know, because the... I think every at my hardest problem, my hardest wits, mm. everything that seems Impossible. The mm. things that are on my mind the most, I just pray. Like even I'm thinking, like even times when like things with my family, are like my car, my tire, mm. when mm. it was on treads and it should have fun- somehow, I could still drive ten miles. Like it's mm. just those things. And like yeah. when you believe and you are, <laughs> right. you're right. All of a sudden, that fear goes away. Right. It's more of just knowing that that bigger thing in which you believe mm. in is there for more you go over than absolutely, else. absolutely. You got it that right. That's that's yeah. just the way it is.
0: Where yeah. do you see your next ten years of your life? What you, what needs to still happen? Well, what haven't you done yet that you I, have to achieve?
2: I, you know, I You've set up many lives. Yeah, in this I, life. I set up goals for myself, which but can change. I believe more in the process mm-hmm. and in the consistency of it. That's where I ask God to keep me. You know that I don't lose focus on where i'm going you know I, I don't want to say oh in the next 10 years this is what i want to do this is you know because life is filled with ups and downs you know but that does not mean i don't have a plan you know what sure. i mean but i believe more in the process i believe taking it one step at a time setting up the little milestones for myself achieve this first get over it set up a new goal achieve it you know you know where you're going to but believe more in the process and in mm. what you are doing now. Live more in, in the moment. Exactly. You know, get through it. Take it one step at a time. Become better at it. Learn from the experiences. And as you're doing that, you just see yourself moving up, moving up, moving up. You know. Mm. But, of course, you've you got a target. you got, you know, you set up that high goal. But don't let that high goal be the end. Yeah, because sometimes you, if you don't get up, to that high goal as you expected. If you're not careful, you just lose hope and faith in all the little processes. And, you know, because it's actually the little processes that takes you to the high goal. You know, it, it's your consistency and your diligence mm-hmm. in the little process. Like, the experiences you guys are having now, as you learn from it, as you become better at it. 100%. You know, that's Even what... Even last
0: night, like today, yeah. I, last night, I did not... I didn't prep my gear right, right, and I wasn't ready, right. But I knew that doing it last night and right. screwing up was gonna help make today way better. Exactly,
2: that's it. That's just it. You know, you just have to. You're gonna make a lot of mistakes along the way, and you know? I actually
0: prefer I prefer making mistakes, right. than my successes, right. I feel uncomfortable that's where you in learned. successes, right. It's where it makes I you feel, feel most vulnerable. I feel right. really comfortable when i'm not successful you know i envy you guys because i wish
2: sometimes i wish i'm 24 again (laughs) you know so now is when you can make all your mistakes and get away with it yeah you know so now is your time to really catch up with those things that your heart is longing to do you know right because
1: like let's say even if you go and make this ambition and you make this goal of like and it doesn't even go the way you plan yeah let's say you reach out for this thing just because it's like it's like just because you took that opportunity or that try at it right. in the long run even if it ends up not being right. good in the
2: moment right
1: you're going to learn from that like, in the long run like
2: for instance when i was younger i used to do a whole lot of stuff I, there was a time i went into the hotel industry i just went there for fun you know for the fun of it i said oh i, I want to know what really this hotel management people and what they do so sure. you know i got into this hotel consortium firm and I started walking with them. It was a lot of fun. I knew I wasn't going to be there for long because yeah, it wasn't you were really like, my passion. I need to, you were intellectually but curious. I developed some kind of network there nice. with certain people that up till today, I still have that network. Wow. At least I know how the hotel system runs. I can even go there and post like I'm a hotel consultant and you believe me because I have the experience. Right, right. You know, so no knowledge is lost, you know, so that's why when you're young, you know, put yourself out, do... Have fun. Just enjoy yourself doing all those things that, you know, your spirit man wants you to do. Because God is using all that to build you and make you whole because of where you're going to. You know, because you need all that experience to make you a complete person. Right. You know, like I'm glad I studied law. I'm glad, you know, because like, for instance, if you bring a business agreement to me now, I know what you're like.
0: Look. I, you got your ass covered.
2: <laughs> I know what to look out I, for. I, I know, would say I know when you want to screw me up. I can read it and right. understand it. Many people might read it and not understand no, the language. yeah, they of might it. not
0: understand the language or the yeah. interpretive. Because you know? my my favorite thing, because right now I'm going through insurance school. Right. I'm trying to get licensed in the state of Illinois. It's understanding what they deem the definition of that verbiage as, right? And then understanding how we interpret that definition in right. the context of many scenarios and i love that for me <laughs> the nitpickiness of that right. is so fun because that could screw you up it it's <laughs> so can that's how like because they're so lawyers are so consciously aware right of the proper ways to phrase right and to write clauses and when
2: you don't and one thing about knowing that is even if you don't understand it you can say you know what I need to f- research on this word and right. you know, or ask questions about it. Yeah. But a layman would not want to do that you know, because he doesn't even understand what yeah, he he's reading. He doesn't care, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so that's, so that's why this is the time to soak up all kind of knowledge you need, you know, because when you when you start getting older, you might not have all that opportunity again. At that point, you sh- you should start consolidating on the knowledge you built, you know, while you were young, and of course there are so many risks you can't take anymore. You know, it has to be calculated Mm -hmm. risk because you got family now to take care of and all that. So everything is a bit more structured. That's why, that's why too. I'm like,
0: (laughs) I'm being very, very conscious right now Mm. of not taking on too much in my personal life. Right. Because I know that like right now, like Patrick, Bed David is a guy I follow heavily. Mm. He's an entrepreneur and, 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 uh, and he's an immigrant from, uh, I forgot I believe it's Israel, I believe, or somewhere somewhere like that. Uh, but he so wholeheartedly like uh what were we just talking about? This concept of of uh,
1: relationship uh oh your in your personal life mm-hmm. you choose to not focus. What I was relating this to was like oh, what, I, damn maybe you'll like grab it from that. this, but like in relationships, when I think of like even just someone having like a girlfriend or, 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 or a spouse or whatever that's going to be right. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, it's that, like thinking that, that, if that person's not there, building you, you know that that relationship yeah. needs to be very specific in mm-hmm. helping you in that nature right now. Exactly. Otherwise, I think you don't need that relationship. Exactly. And until you're willing to let that go and realize, until I let this, yes, you may care about that person and that's fine. You can still right. care about that person. That's great. Mm-hmm. But you got to realize that at the end of it, you have to live for yourself. Yeah, you that, know, and you. That's have, why in this
2: time and age, it's. You Know so it's good important. to be in love and all that. But like, if I you, think if it's, I want a it's relationship. this love, there's so many love out there, right? Yes. But you got to choose the love that you want that will help you, yes, with who you are that yes. agrees and with your personality and yes. at and that, that time, yes, right? so like, see, and, that's and that is so helping different... you go to where you're going, right? Uh, if that just... love is not doing all that for your love. Dude, that's not the kind of love
0: you need at that point. Right. There right. might be portions of it that is the right love you need, but right. it's not entirely. Yes. It's not the whole. It, it, you know. It, and do you it, think it's bad that people say It has to, to walk hand in glove
2: yes. with who you are. It's complimentary. Love should be complimentary. If it's not, then it's not yeah. really. Patrick and David,
0: need. what I was getting at with that story is when he was 22, he told himself, I'm done with the outside world. I'm going to. Re- Every second of my life, I'm going to be working towards one of my goals I want, doing what I want. Mm. And if I'm not there, I'm reading or I'm with family. Mm. And when he put those blinders on, he said he looked up, right? He woke up. He was 27. And he finally had built all this stuff for himself. Because he just knew that if I decide today to focus in, I I can have all these things that that everyone else around me wants now. Right. Or it's thinking like even and when i like are trying TV, to get myself right, right. Like right. when
1: you're watching TV, what is on your TV? Right. Is it a, a show in which someone just, you know, like spending that time in those different activities, you could just switch up even incrementally in your life and right. you'll see, wow, this pays
0: off in the right. long From a neurological Absolutely. level, too, talking about awesome. love, the brain isn't done uh, developing the prefrontal cortex where emotional mm-hmm. intelligence occurs until mm-hmm. well after 28, 29, 30. True. So if that's a case scenario, I while think you're, you're just young, started when you're love is great because you might be able to learn all these things. Right. But you're not even your brain's not even at a point yet where it can discern everything it wants to discern. Right.
1: <laughs> and I think people just, especially maybe in our society, you just misuse words and right. what those meanings, and Truly. and you blow right. the context out of what that is. Like words are strong, and you know, you and you forget that everyone does. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm a fool for this too. You get caught up in the moment. It's like. Well, even love or like hate, right? Those are strong words. Mm. And what does that mean? Mm. Mm. And then you start misguiding people. And now people are getting emotional in their head because mm. they're so caught up in that. Mm. And that's why I think everyone just needs to really just focus on yourself for a long period of time. Because mm. if you don't have yourself figured out, there's no way in hell now you can you bring can someone impart. else into your yeah. life.
0: Yeah,
2: true, true. So, And
1: that's why we also need some level
2: of faith and God in us who helps structures us because what god does in you is that he helps you build yourself you know because god is about building and impacting you know so as you're building yourself you are impacting you know because whatever you he's giving you he's not giving it to you for you alone he's giving you to spread it out you know so if you do that early in age Mm-hmm. You see yourself making impact earlier in life. You know, you see yourself building yourself early enough to start impacting life even at 21. So you might be 21, but you have the mindset of a 28 or 29 or 30 because you matured so quickly right. because you structured yourself right early. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of people so much time and age to
0: figure to that even out even realize that you need to structure. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. And again, I think you know, that's,
2: just... that's where I, people, I miss it. sometimes it's
0: way easier because you
2: know, t- I didn't know all this growing up. If I did, I would have been a lot more better person than I oh, was. you, you think, think it's easier? Me. I
0: was talking to an 18 year old last night right. who blows me out of the water when it comes to structuring their life. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. He's but, an but what does it do? it makes it's driving me i'm like i cannot be 21 years old and not at least be at the same level and like the nice thing is is like a lot of our habits did correlate and i'm mm. like that's a positive habit you need but it it's a constant reminder that i'm aging every day right there's some young buck who's going to be just as good just as strong every right. day so and what that's you, where i
1: think you got to realize like you're not going to be the best ever. You can't think like mm. that. You ever you have to think is when we say thinking of each other as equal, that's thinking of everyone's equal at every moment, right? Because right. they could be talking about, they, you know, someone may be important in a whole different, another aspect. And that's where I think everyone's equal and you might be good in a certain world. But, and that's where we're talking about those bigger people. Like, look, look, you think of Gary Vanderchuk and those different influences in our life. But when mm. you come down to it, bottom line, they're just people, mm. right? It's not like they're anything superior to you. Mm. It's just someone that's experienced more and they're willing to share. So now get your lazy ass up and work, you know? But, but, um, I think it's also, it's easier to go like in the route of like, sometimes it's easier not to believe in your faith because that may be challenging you Uh and that may make you very uncomfortable. Uh So instead you're going to go with the route of opposing that faith Uh because it's easier right now in the moment. Right. Right. But I think like when I think of like my faith, it's where God has an unwaveringly love, right? Uh Well, he'll always, be willing to forgive and let you in Mm. in certain instances. Right. But he'll always like let you back in if you truly had those good hearted intentions. Right. And so then it's sometimes easier in the moment to do that. But I think just realizing like that uncomfortable, that, that time, like I keep saying like when you're uncomfortable in the time Mm. where it's easier to go another way, go Mm. the the opposite way. That's harder because Mm. that's, what's going to allow you to mature, Mm. you know, and learn, learn the most. Yeah,
2: There's no one way to win.
1: Yeah. What would you say? What are we coming up on? Love yeah, that.
0: we're 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 coming up well over two hours now. Oh year, wow! So, <laughs> so before I'm we get
1: sure. going, though, like I think, what what advice could you give for someone that's uh, maybe you know around eighteen to thirty? Give them inspirational advice. One thing.
0: No, mm. if, if yeah, if the, if someone young is listening to this, maybe even someone who's in Nigeria mm. who doesn't maybe know what they want yet, but they know they want something for themselves, right? They have that drive like you're talking mm. about what can you give them from your life or your experiences one piece of wisdom that they need well it's not much but
2: the core thing is believing find out who you are what is your call why am i in this world what am i made for what am i supposed to do with my life let that be your life search Mm -hmm. you know because when you find it every other thing falls into place so work hard on yourself beat yourself so hard till you beat out who you are Mm -hmm. you know because when you beat out who you are that helps you in your belief and in your structure and you know because when you believe that I'm supposed to be a journalist it helps you to begin to research on journalism and be the best journalist you can be. But if you don't know who you are, you see yourself doing so many things that is not relevant to where you're going. So, But first of all, you got to search yourself, believe in yourself and be the best, hone your skills, whatever you're doing, put your heart to it, do it like your life depends on it. Because when you're burning yourself in that furnace of life, when you're killing that body when you're putting in that time when you're putting in that energy everything you guard into that thing you believe in i don't care what it is it must come out like gold it must shine at some point you know because what you have as, as your skill when you hone it when you when you prepare it when you put it in that furnace when you burn it that's what attracts people because one thing about life is that people want to look at something that they don't have, something that shines, something that is glorious, something you know, nobody really wants to identify with your suffering. People want to see that glitz. You know, that's it's the glitch that attracts them. But how do you get to the glitch It's by you know the glare. Exactly. Going through, the, exactly, <laughs> going through, going the, through the, the fire, you know? Yeah. So then, believing in yourself, honing your skills, I, I tell everybody I see that's what takes you to your success land. And also be disciplined enough and also be honest. Because if you're not honest, what happens is if you build Honesty. your skill on deceit, people cannot believe in you. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to be deceived. And at the end of the day, people see right through it. Exactly. they see. You oh. might not know they see through it. Mm-hmm. and it's your, easier your helpers those investors invest on your honesty and in your skill mm-hmm. they don't want to, because you know a lot of young people do businesses and you know they. they some they of wanna
0: them do it because i think they want the end goal of yeah they're looking success. at exactly you they're know thinking that's the american dream is to get that fresh prince of bel-air house. right
2: you know but if you if you put your mind on that on that you're gonna miss it you know because you start like doing, that's, that's taking a lot of you start making up a lot of stories that you don't have, you know. Be honest. You know, if you don't know it, I don't know it. Teach me, you know. Right. if you don't have it, I don't have it. Can can we walk without me having it? Can we, you know, don't build ego or images or start small, do whatever you can. You know, just stay humble. God locates those kind of people and sends true investors to you that will help you with your dream, you know. And whatever you're doing, like in this time and age, bring it out, let people know, talk about it, you know. Because the Bible says, get a vision, write it, make it plain, so that when people see it, they can run with it. We have internet these days, we have social media, we have everything that can help us sell our skills. So the more you put it out there, people are looking at it, like what you guys are doing someday you might be shocked somebody might offer you that's your podcast can do you mind selling it to me for 1.5 billion dollars <laughs> <Right, yeah>, you, <laughs> you never, know what you i mean you really but know. you never know you and, know and the
0: cool thing is is like it's it's like just it's i'm we're doing this because we love it you know right. you don't do it because you're trying to achieve right goal right, right. Like, do what you love and i think yeah. just with
1: that like yeah. you said. If you can believe and make that your life goal, realize that's not something that has to be right now in the moment. Right. Believing in yourself and realizing these things is a life journey right. till the day you die. Right. And I think without that, Neville, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you so much.
0: Can you, right. uh, I want to give you an opportunity to plug anything you want, maybe Instagram, Facebook, where can people find you? Could they find your works? Uh,
2: Well, I've been hiding away from all that stuff right now, you know, but (laughs) I'm still on Instagram casually, you you know, but I know that a time is coming when I'm really going to plug into all that. (laughs) (laughs) Because right now I'm just, you know, yeah. Underneath the radar, where can people find you? Like, like, I'm on Instagram. What's your name? Uh, Noble Neville. My noble
0: Ne yes <laughs> okay. and without further
1: ado that is the end of episode 21 of a humanistic perspective podcast uh, check us out on all your major streaming platforms we post every Monday Wednesday and Friday and without further ado our family just believe in it will be peace,
0: peace. bye have a good day folks